Hey, what's up, everybody? Today, I just wanted to talk about how I kind of got started in the whole world of self-development. So, basically, it all started, you know, I, I went to school like everybody else did mostly. I went through high school and I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I always thought it was kind of strange when when people would go through high school and right out of high school they knew immediately they they wanted to be an engineer or they wanted to go to trade school and become a plumber or an electrician. I just had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do. So when I got out of high school, I only applied to one college. Uh I live in Ohio, so I wanted to go to the Ohio State University because it was a good college, it was a big college, and I thought I could get a good education there. But I had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do. So I I continued the trend that I had started in high school of just barely getting by. I didn't really ever put any effort into my schoolwork, and I never tried to really reach my potential you know everyone that I'd see would always be studying and trying to learn more and I was naturally pretty good in school so I never had to try that much in order to get good grades so I didn't really put in much effort when I wasn't actually at school because I didn't I didn't care because I didn't have a plan and so I drifted through high school I drifted through college and after four years of college, I still did not have a degree, even though I went into college actually with a full, about a full year worth of credits transferred into college. So I basically had been there for five years already. And so I just decided to pick a major pretty much. So I majored in psychology because it was the path of least resistance. That was the way I could get out of college the quickest. And so I graduated in psychology, and I didn't really plan to go into the field of psychology. You can't really do much with a psychology degree anyways unless you get a master's. So I graduated with that, and I pretty quickly found out that in the work world, nobody gives two shits about a psychology degree. Uh, A lot of social sciences are like that, that... Unless you have some specific sort of knowledge or a higher level of education, there's not a lot you can do with it. So after college, I continued the same job that I had had through college, which was um, like a retail management job. And I always knew that I had been smart and that I had a lot of potential. And I had always thought that You go to school, you get a good education, you'll get a good job, and then life will just pretty much be easy from that point. So I kept with that idea, and then a couple years down the road after college, I was still in the same job. Of course, I had moved up some, but I began to realize that in middle management jobs like that, there's just not a lot of upward mobility. And... I had just been taking the path of least resistance and drifting along for a long time. And quite frankly, I didn't, I didn't really bother me that much. And it kind of took my girlfriend to knock some sense into me every day. Um, well, let me tell you a little quick stories about her. Um, she, she 
got into real estate and she moved up the ladder very, very quickly. So she was out selling houses all the time, helping her clients. And she started making a lot more money than I did. And at the time, I didn't really care. But eventually she would get home and I would just be sitting in my underwear playing computer games. And she was always nice about it. But you could tell I could tell that it kind of graded her the wrong way that she was out working hard and building a career while I was just at home playing video games. And she would always say something that kind of slowly began to infiltrate in my brain whenever she got home and she would always be saying, are you doing something productive? Are you doing something productive? And at first I just was like, okay, she just is nagging me all the time. And it kind of annoyed me. But after a while, she wasn't doing it to be mean. She honestly, and I honestly now believe that in order to be truly fulfilled in life, you you have to be productive. You have to have some sort of value that you're contributing back to society. And if you're not, you just kind of live your own life and you don't ever do anything that matters. And I think it is important for anybody in life to truly be fulfilled, to provide some sort of value beyond just yourself, even beyond just your family, to provide as much value as you can to society as a whole. So anyways, she kept saying that she would keep saying that all the time. And you know, are you doing something productive? Are you doing something productive? And so I finally, she finally kind of broke through. And I realized that, you know, I I wasn't productive whatsoever. I had always thought that just by being smart and having natural gifts, like natural aptitudes for, you know, something like math or something would eventually just somehow lead to good things happening. Like just because you were smart, you would automatically get success out of life. But I was three years out of college. Like I said, I had moved up a little bit in this job, but she had far, far outperformed me in the in the work world. And so I realized that I needed to, to do something. I, I wasn't going anywhere with this job. I was just kind of stuck where I was. Sure, I could move up a little bit, maybe get my boss's job. But even then, in the grand scheme of things, you're still on the lower end of the income scale. It's just jobs where you don't need much of an education and just middle management jobs are a lot of times are kind of jobs where you you just don't have a high income potential as opposed to real estate that my girlfriend was in. She had an unlimited earnings cap because it, well, the only limit is how many clients she could help and how many people she could sell houses to or buy houses with and so I was kind of in a hole where I didn't have an education that would be rewarded well with money in the marketplace and I didn't have any trades that I knew so when she kept saying you know are you being productive are you being productive all the time I I it kind of really started to get inside my head and that that became the question that I asked myself like all the time is like, how, how do I even become productive? I don't really even know anymore. So the more she kind of started saying that, the more I, it kind of knocked me to my senses, like I said, 
I, I began to look around and try to figure out what people were doing in order to be more productive and to get more of what they wanted out of life. And the more I started to do that, the more I realized that I was being surpassed by everybody. And people that I went to high school with or was in college with, that I always had thought that I would be able to outperform once we left college and actually got into the world. I mean, they were way ahead of me. People were, you know, all my friends from high school had good jobs. Everybody had girlfriends or wives. People were settling down already. And I mean, they had families and stuff. And it was getting to the point where the more I looked around, the more how the more I saw the like the true effects of me just drifting through life and taking the path of least resistance or or really starting to take their toll. And the longer out of college it got, the the, the bigger the gap got between me and these other people who you know, these were the people that had picked stuff straight in, out of high school for the most part. They had a plan, and they were following their plan, and they were executing on their plan. So now I was trying to kind of work, make up for lost time at this point because I, I realized everybody had surpassed me. And, and I'm not just talking about a job. Just like in life, people seem to have learned more about living their life than I had with their relationships with their jobs, with with everything in life. And so that's that's kind of where I was. And then I she kept saying, are you being productive? So that's what I tried to work on. So I tried to become more productive and, and work mostly and to get better at relationships and, and to get better with my health and my fitness. And so those were the kind of things that I kind of started working on. And so that was the start of that process, and I would go through it, and I didn't see anywhere near the results that I was expecting to get. And it was kind of a strange thing where the more I worked on it, it seemed like the less results I would get. You would work hard, set goals, and just basically fail to achieve them. And I really had no idea what to do and what I, what I was doing wrong and why I was not getting any success in, in any, any area of my life. And especially my job, like I said, I, I began to realize that I was kind of at a dead end. I, even if I was doing like the very best job I, I could possibly be doing, you don't, there's, there's just not a high cap on, on what you can earn in uh, like a middle management job at, like a retail or, or food service location, like like where I was, and really the just taking the path of least resistance had had built up to this point, and I didn't know how to get out of it. And I I kind of seemed to be fighting an uphill battle where I would I would try to do something and just fail, and and try to get better at work, and and just not I didn't have any traction. Like I couldn't get anywhere, and so one day I got. The, the flu and I was real sick I didn't even have I didn't even have insurance at this point because my job didn't provide any insurance so I, I was feeling pretty terrible and I didn't even know like if I should schedule a, an appointment to the doctor so I went to the minute clinic at CVS and 
they basically just told me, you know, I was going to have to suck it up and get over it. Uh, I think they gave me uh, like a couple pills or something to, to try to help. But I felt terrible and I was still trying to figure out what I was going to do about my life. I, I, I realized that my job didn't have a whole lot of, of up, upward potential. So I was researching different careers but everything that I was coming across, you know, was years and years of schooling or trade school. And I, I didn't want to invest all of that time and money because I still really didn't know what I, I still didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I didn't want to spend like two years going back and say getting a master's degree in computer science or something, and then become a coder and realize that I hated it. And I, I, I just didn't know what I wanted to do, so I didn't want to invest all that time and money and still have it be wasted because I was not happy with what I was doing every day. And so during this time when I had the flu, it was pretty... I just felt terrible because it was almost like a midlife, midlife crisis, and I was only, at the time, uh, 26 years old. I just didn't know what to do with my life. I felt my like my life was going nowhere, and I... I could not get out of the hole that I had built for myself and I had no clue what to do. And so when I was sick, I, I had to call off work for a couple of days because I just felt terrible and I was just in bed and I was just, all I had, I was dark in my room and I just had my laptop and, you know, I was looking through the internet and I started seeing ads for like this self-development program. And I was like, what, what the hell is this? And the more ads I saw, the more I was like, you know, this seems like exactly what I'm looking for, trying to, basically the ads were saying, you know, that the, that the way the system is set up where you go through the job, you go through the schooling, you get a job, and then you are promised like a lifestyle if you follow the right pathway, but it, it's an old method that was more during the 50s and also doesn't quite exist as it did once a long time ago and it really like hit home with me and this course was two thousand dollars online and i would never even consider spending that much money on a course i thought maybe i was going into some sort of a delirium or something because i was really sick at the time and i think that's honestly the only reason why i ended up did making the purchase of this program because i i thought i wasn't thinking clearly and I, I just, it was, it was basically ans answering all of my questions about how to get out of this hole. It was saying, you know, you purchase this program and I will show you how to become more productive and get exactly what you want out of life. And it was just, it felt like they were talking to me perfectly. Like at just the right time, I was in a terrible, like it was one of the lowest points of my life. And so that was the only way that I could see to get out of it. And I, I'm not going to say the name of the program here because it, it wasn't really the program that changed my life. It just started like the path of self-development. It was the moment that I realized like, oh my gosh, there's like a whole nother world of improving yourself. And like there are, there are pathways and roadmaps to getting what you want out of life. And that was the first one that I had ever encountered. And I don't think that it's the best one, but it, it, it jump-started like my my pathway there. It was it was probably the greatest decision, honestly, that I that I ever made, even though I was in kind of a delirium. <laughs>
And so that, that, that course was about how to sell your knowledge online and like making money. So you think like, you know, mostly it was for like coaching and consulting people. And at the time I, I didn't realize that it wasn't applicable to me because I didn't really have any real world skills. I knew middle management, but nobody's going to want to take a course on how to become a better like middle manager. It, you know, just, there's just not a big market for that kind of thing. So during the course, I thought that I was going to become um, like a weight loss coach, like a fitness, a fitness expert coach. I realized there was a huge market for it. The United States is just becoming more and more unhealthy. And I thought that would be a great thing to do because people are, you know, if you could guarantee that somebody would lose all the weight that they've been trying to lose their whole life, you could get so much money. I just thought it was like such a great opportunity to be able to figure out how weight loss works and to be able to teach it to people in such a way that they can actually actually lose the weight. And I thought that if I would be able to produce that result for people, that they would just be ecstatic and it would be a win for me and it would be a win for them. So that that's what I, that was that became my new plan. And so I was telling all my friends and family that I had a, an amazing new plan. I was going to sell all this stuff online. And people were telling me, like, well, why, why would anybody listen to you? You're overweight. And the, the course had given me so much confidence. I didn't at the time see that as a problem. And then, and then I realized, I was like, wait, this is a good point. I am 40 pounds overweight. Why would anybody want to listen to me on how to lose weight? So I began to set a goal, and I think at this mo this point, most people would be like, well, I'll just lose the 40 pounds, uh, maybe, I think it was about 45 or 50. Uh, yeah, in my, my heaviest, I was, yeah, I lost about 45 pounds total. So most people would say, you know, I'll, I'm going to lose this weight. And then I can show other people how to how to lose this weight because I, I had but I had gotten so much confidence from the program. And by this point, I had I had done a lot more than the program. I, I had gotten hooked on the self-development scene. I was listening to all the books I could get my hands on, mostly audio books. So I could listen in the car or while I was working or while I was doing anything, really. So I was consuming tons and tons. And basically what I'm what I'm trying to say is that I was gaining a lot of confidence in my abilities. And as anyone does in their first month or two of the self-development scene, and I, I pretty much thought that I could do anything. So instead of losing the, the 45 pounds, I was like, you know what I should do is do a, an Ironman triathlon, which if you don't know what that is, you swim 2.4 miles, then get on a bike, uh, ride 110 miles, and then get off your bike and then you run a marathon. So I, at this point I didn't, I didn't exercise at all. And like I said, I was 45 pounds overweight, but I just somehow got into my head. I was like, if I could complete an Ironman, I was like, that would be a great selling point for my, my new coaching business that I was trying to start. And so that's what I did. I signed up for an Ironman. I was like, well, I guess I'll, I'll go ahead and start training for this. And then if I can do that, It'll kind of be the, the gateway for opening up my, my coaching business and into weight loss. And 
this is not even to mention the fact that I, I couldn't swim at this point. Like it, if you put me in a pool, I could swim to the other side, but it was not graceful. And I would be gasping for air. Like I didn't know how to do a normal freestyle stroke. The last time that I had even done any swimming was uh, when I was in the Boy Scouts. We did uh, we had a swim test for summer camp, and I don't even remember what it was. It was probably only like 10 laps around the pool or something just to make sure that we wouldn't drown. And all my friends had no problem with this, and I, I barely could pass it. And this was doing like the, the doggy paddle. I was doing trying to do a backstroke. I didn't know what I was doing, but by the end of that, 10 laps. I did complete it, but I was so tired. I thought I was going to throw up. I felt so nauseous. I had to, I had to go to the medical and, and, and get them to check me out. And they just said I was like physically exhausted and then I would get over it, which I did. But at the time I thought I was like dying because I felt so terrible uh, just from trying to swim 10 laps. And so everybody thought I was, I had kind of lost it. You know, they're like, why would you sign up for an Ironman? You, you can't even run a mile, which was true. You know, I would try to run a mile and it would just, I could run a mile, but it would be super slow and I'd be, I'd be dying of trying to get, uh, gas for air. So I would, I started my training for the Ironman. And at the same time, basically my idea was that if I could complete it, then I would be able to sell my coaching program based on that. And I, I begin to find find out that the the problem in exercising is not just doing the exercise, is is being able to get yourself to do the exercise. And it's kind of what I began to find out about anything in life is that it's not about everybody like if if, if you were gonna train for an Ironman or say just say you're trying to lose weight, everybody knows how to lose weight. You just you can, well, I mean, there's different ways, but you can eat less food. Basically, you want to take, take in less calories than you expend. So you want to be in a calorie deficit. I mean, that's all you need to do to lose weight. There's nothing complicated about that. The hard part is the execution. Once you actually have to go and do it, the, the entire difficulty of losing weight is in the execution. It's not easy to lose weight. It's simple to lose weight, but it, it is far from easy. And that that's what I learned during the Ironman is that it, it's, uh, it's pretty easy to do. You just run, swim and bike a lot. But the problem is being able to do that. So my training plan became trained two hours a day, either running, biking or swimming. And so that's what I did. I, I, I began to do that every day. Uh, I put off the swim portion of it for way too long. I eventually was able to get my cousin to help me learn how to swim. He had been on the swim team his whole life, so he was able to help me swim. And so the, the time for the Ironman rolled up, and I was not ready. So I had to reschedule it. I, I didn't want to give up on my dream. I just wasn't ready. I didn't feel I was ready yet. So I, I scheduled another one. I think it was like three months or something out from where I, when I was going to do it. And you can only reschedule it once, so I, I couldn't reschedule it again. So I still, at this point, could barely swim. So he was still trying to teach me how to swim. My, my endurance had gotten really good. I was swimming and biking a lot. Uh, or sorry, I was swimming and running a lot, but I, or, <laughs> I was biking and running a lot, but I couldn't, I couldn't swim to save my life still. So he was trying to teach me that. And 
I, I, uh, I would put in the two hours every day. I also got into strength training at this point, which did not help my training because you don't want to be doing very much strength training for an Ironman. You want to be doing mostly endurance. And so that's what I did. And I trained two hours a day. And then the race day came. And I, I had done, I believe, two or three open water swims because swimming in open water, which if you don't swim, you might not know, is, is a lot different from just swimming in a pool. Like you, when you're swimming out on a river or a lake, there are there are waves and there are, there are a lot of other people, and you need to be able to breathe differently because if you don't, you're just going to be taking in mouthfuls of water. So I, I didn't have a lot of practice with that, but my saving grace was the fact that you were allowed to wear a wetsuit. The race was in October, so you could have a full body wetsuit, which provides you some buoyancy, and that buoyancy was just enough to I'm negatively buoyant, which means that I kind of just sink if I get into the water. So that was just enough to get me to where I could swim okay on my own and not sink straight to the bottom. And a long story short is basically the swim was canceled that day. So I never even had to swim that portion of the Ironman. We just started straight on the bike. And... I'm not going to go into all the details of the Ironman story here, but I, I did complete the Ironman uh, after a lot of struggle and hardship. And so at, uh, after I completed the Ironman, it was basically time to start my consulting in my coaching program. And then I realized that I didn't really like it. I didn't really like weight loss and, and dieting and, and exercising. I realized that what I had gotten hooked onto was the self-development aspect of it. Like it didn't have anything to do with the, with the actual weight loss. I mean, those are all just kind of like, like extra benefits. I just really liked figuring out what was stopping me from being able to achieve an Ironman, eliminating it from my mind, and then figuring out how to get around all that stuff and coming up with systems that not only I could use, but that I could teach to other people in order to get them to achieve their goals, whether that's weight loss or whether that's working on their relationships or whether that's getting uh, more income, you know, whatever. I realized that it, it had nothing to do with, with improving my health. It was about improving my life and showing other people how they can improve their life. Because when I was stuck in that hole, I just had honestly no idea how to get out or what to do. But I realized that by studying and learning and, and actually applying these theories to my life, I began to realize that there's a system that you can use. And I realized that that was what I wanted to show people is how to change their lives, not just to get in better shape or, or something like that. I realized that I wanted to be able to take people on the same journey that I went to be able to change their life from being stuck in a position where you feel like you are not able to change your life to going to a place that you never even thought possible before. And I realized that it's the same as weight loss where it's not easy, but it is simple. I mean, there, there are proven paths that you can go down where if you just follow the, the guidelines, then you can get there as long as you just follow what works.
And the greatest thing that I got from all of this training for the Ironman was not just completing the Ironman. It was more so learning how to be able to accomplish a goal like that. And during that time when I did that, I was also working at my job still. I had renovated a my childhood home. Um, it had basically gotten, there was too much stuff in it to the point where it was unlivable. So I had to clear everything out, completely renovated. That took me about a year. Uh, I worked on that two hours every day. So that was kind of like my training for the Ironman. I would train two days for the, two hours a day for, uh, for the Ironman, work two hours a day on the house and work two hours a day on, on this coaching business that I wanted to start where I would work on getting the, the processes, procedures and techniques for showing people how to lose weight. And I learned how to be able to put in that much time through this whole system and that's that's the transformation that I went through is not not being able not just being able to accomplish an Ironman but learning how to achieve any goal that you want and learning that it you don't just set a goal and then like work hard toward it and hope that you get there I mean it, it goes much deeper than that and that that's what I have been studying for these past three two three years and now I've been able to kind of codify it and teach it to people. And so that is the start of this current business that I have called True a True Potential Planner, where our first product is a, a daily planner where you can use the training tools that I, I have. I've got two eBooks that you'll download and it'll take you through all the steps that you need to go through in order to fill out this True Potential Planner, which will show you a, a daily view of how to live each day and give you the, the motivation and discipline you need to be able to execute on your dream. Because like I said, it's easy to, to make a plan. That's, it is necessary. You do need a plan, which half the journal is dedicated to the plan and then the other half to the execution because you can't have any execution if you don't have a plan. You'll just keep going in circles. But if you just have a plan and you can't execute it on it, then there's no point in even having a plan because you're not going to be able to get anything from it. So this this planner is basically the culmination of everything that I have learned over these past years and in, in being able to complete an Ironman and being able to renovate a, a house, basically just being able to, to transform my life from being stuck to where I didn't know how to get what I wanted out of life to being able to live each day in a way so that I, I can truly achieve whatever goal I set my mind to. You know, when I first started, I would have never thought to even set goals like the goals that I have now. And it, it, it really is just about changing your mindset, and then that becomes reflected in your life. So, yeah, basically this is, I just wanted to go over my origin story and this is the start of my podcast. I'm going to try to post an episode of my podcast every day. If you forgot the name, it's called the True Potential Podcast. So stay tuned every day. And I'll go into more detail on these uh, different aspects of my story that, that I went through. And, and more importantly, I want to go through a lot of the things that I've learned on this journey. Because I did it first and foremost to help myself. Because I, I didn't believe... 
like I said in the very beginning, that if I wasn't able to use these principles on myself, then I don't think I would have had any confidence to teach them to any other people because I couldn't even get the stuff done myself. But once you get it done yourself, that was kind of the, 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 the motivation and the confidence I needed to be able to teach it to other people. So that, that's my goal now. I've, I've gotten what I wanted from this process, and now I want to be able to teach it to everybody so that they can go through the same exact thing if they're in the same spot in life that I was, where there's some area of their life, whether it's their relationships, whether it's their job, or whether it's their health, where they just feel stuck and like they, they can't get out of the hole that they're in. Well, I found that, that there are ways to get out of the hole and you have to apply a lot of specific techniques and, and knowledge and practice, and it's all in the execution. You have to have the plan, but the difficulty is in the execution. And so I'm going to do a lot of training on that. So if that is something that you sound interested in, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast because there's going to be a lot of content coming out of this. And I really hope that I can transform people's lives because that that's really what I, I got in this to do. And thanks, guys. Stay tuned.